And we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host's Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Mark. Washable. No. I'm a flabber. <laughs> and the Red of a Red Baron. Yeah. Rad. Kyle's like Kyle's like introduction like pause for affection. <laughs> I said flabber at first. Nobody heard me. Oh, hello! We're here. Starting lineups. Matt, Matthew, take it away. I'm drinking tequila. What am I drinking? Drinking the rest of my Cristalino. Which Cristalino? Is that new Johnny uh, Walker tequila? <laughs> the uh, the one you gave me. Keep on stumbling. Casamigos. Casamigos. Nice. So, Jamal Adams just heard it already. Fuck him. Hilarious. Mark, what are you drinking? I have the Hofbrau Oktoberfest. From last year? Nope. Bottom uh, Friday. But in the Christmas cans. Yeah. I was out looking for a mini keg. Couldn't find it. Got a six pack. They're not making the mini kegs. Really? It's a real bummer. Wish I knew that Friday. They're not. Like, Hofbrau's like really hard to find right now. They're having a lot of problems with imports. Really? Hmm. Amity Liquor and Hamden had a lot of it. <laughs> you know, I hate when TV streaming apps just make you sign in for no fucking reason. <laughs> hey, we just want to make sure you're you. You know, I'm already stealing the account. Like, come on. <laughs> In my account? No. Um, I'm having from Dogfish the Tasty Traveler Lager. No, you're not. Oh, I am. Fucking liar. Mark, let me tell you what happened. Hey, was that Brita thing real? No. Damn. Giant just went for it on fourth. I don't remember saying yes to your question, but thank you. You're welcome. Kyle, did you introduce yours? Not yet. I am drinking from the Coke Company. Vitamin water. Energy? Oh, it's a hard vitamin water? <laughs> yeah, they're a new thing. <laughs> it's a wine cooler. Hey, does anyone know if they're making this new Spider-Man game for the PS4 also? Uh, I don't know. I can look for it. Paul, what are you drinking? I have a feeling they're not. Kendall, I don't appreciate you asking me personal questions. I apologize. Could you, uh, could you please be a little nicer? Yes. Be nicer. 
Okay. Um, Paul, what are you drinking this evening? Uh, I am drinking from St. John, New Brunswick, Moosehead Lager. Uh, the movie was called Welcome to Moose Port. <laughs> That's not New Brunswick. That's old. And the movie is terrible. No, no. Hold it's on. Good, hold on. It's a good movie, and Kendall tried to pitch it two years ago as something he wrote. Be that as it may, my version Kendall, is a little better. Kendall said the movie would have been better if Jim Carrey played Ray Romano's part and the president was played by George Costanza. <laughs> Mark, bad news. Yeah, it's only PS5. That's a real fucking bummer. Well, is it only PS5 to start and then it'll come out? Maybe. Later? It just says PS5 now. That's what games are start going to start doing. They're going to start coming out on PS5 like early. Because Massey, isn't that what the Hogwarts game did? Sorry, Massey was. Massey? I'm talking. Uh, isn't that what the Hogwarts game get, did, right? Didn't it come out on the PS5 like three months before it came out on PS4? I think so, but I think it was also announced for PS4. Well, if history shows, I'll be able to buy Kyle's PS5 in like a year. <laughs> Just a waiting game. All right. We'll be good to go. Uh, all right, Toast of Excellence. My Toast uh, of Excellence is to Jimmy Butler for yet another amazing Giga Day entrance. So because tonight will be the night. <laughs> he, he looks like Blink-182 and I had a baby. It's so Are, funny. It's so good. What, what just happened? Uh, he wasn't down. I don't well, I disagree. Ever, I don't think they ever whistled it. I don't know. I don't have the sound on, so I don't know. I have a toast of excellence. What do you got? Did you guys see that story about the the guy who did a shot every time that Taylor Swift was shown on the Jets-Chiefs no, game? did he die? No, but he ended up like, puking on the plane, and I think they had to land it. He's not Another down, luck. I think I saw his butt cheek down. This isn't the angle I want. <laughs> Well, there you go, Kyle. 73-yard TD for Kenneth Walker. That's not for me. That's for Paul. Oh, there you go, Paul. Uh, Elbows down. Oh, yeah, it is. Elbows down. Yeah, all right. Then he'll just score a 50-yard touchdown. (laughs) I was going to say, it's just just about to be a 75-yard rushing touchdown, but he didn't score there. Kendall or Kyle, do you have a toast? Yeah, my toast is to uh, Houston Texans really just giving it to the Steelers. Nice. There you go, Kyle. A, Real nice. A nice, a nice reverse <laughs> toast. I thought I was only allowed to do stuff like that. <laughs> uh, my toast is to Ronald Acuna Jr. Being the only player to ever have 40 home runs and then 70 stolen bases. Sell out. I mean, it's kind of a lame toast. Why? Because last week I toasted him being the only player to have 40 and 60. (laughs) So, I mean, no shit. I had to have what was Mox toast? Mox was uh, Ronald Acuna having the only player in history to have 40 and 70. But if you remember last week, he was the only one 
40 and 60. <laughs> See, what's funny is, what was funny is he was the only one to have 40 and 60, but weirdly, Justin Turner got 40 and 60 in that last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, well, damn, if he got 10 stolen bases in a week, that's pretty cool. He guy's pretty good. I don't think his elbow hit the ground. Well, I think your eyes don't work. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, my toast, uh, my toast of excellence, my toast of excellence is to, uh, the NFL, um, no longer being a league that's, uh, driven by talent and by driven by officiating instead. Uh, just another week of a lot of real bad calls (laughs) or lack thereof. There you go. Some some slander at the NFL. I like it. Yeah, it's just we bad. also have a uh, sip of silence. Yes. Yes, we do. Uh, to former Red Sox pitcher, but Tim Wakefield passed away yesterday. Unexpectedly to me, and I guess most people, but I guess he was diagnosed with cancer a while back and just kind of had it under wraps. Yeah, very sudden. Yeah. I mean, I gotta tell you, I don't understand. Oh, you can crack them. Oh yeah. I'm sorry, Paul. Go ahead. I, I just, I still can't figure out why they uh, ruled that DJ Moore touchdown is a touchdown. So all I could think of is they including the pylon as part pylon of the end zone. Count. I mean, that's a, that's only. Explanation I have then. The pylon doesn't count. The pylon only counts if you hit it, if the ball hits it but crosses the plane inbounds first. If a part of your body touches the pylon, it counts as being out of bounds. So, like, he, he never touched the ground with two feet. He just touched with one and then kicked the pylon and they counted it. <laughs> and his ball didn't, his ball, the ball didn't break the plane? No, the ball broke the plane, but he only got one foot inbound, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> it, mean, wasn't a, it wasn't a catch. Yeah, I don't know. Bach, you're right. My eyes don't work. <laughs> so, so what happened? He he rushed for no yards? Well, it, he got tackled behind the line. And just kind of spun around. So, yeah, it probably was like a one or two yard loss. Um, Question, only because I didn't, I didn't see the end of the game. How many sacks did Khalil Mack finish with last night? Six. Six. Was it six? Tied for second what? most in the game. <laughs> that was deserving of excellence. <laughs> I tell you, <laughs> and and I know Paul Paul gets it, but sometimes just being a fan of a team that's not great is just not a lot of fun. <laughs> I've been a fan of four of them. <laughs> it's just this much. The Giants guy calls for a fair catch, dives for it, misses. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> oh yeah, right through the fucking mitts. Oh, that really got me. It just you know you can't make stuff up. You just can't make it up. I didn't see it happen yet. It's happening right now. 
Just watch. Oh, very funny. Just right <laughs> through the fucking mitts. Didn't even, Didn't even not touch even it. through the mitts. Went right through the arms. Yeah. Like, yeah, I tried to catch it with my fucking elbows. <laughs> Didn't work. Check oh, man. They recovered it or no? I, I don't know. I went to commercial. <laughs> and I'm Sorry looking at that. Kelsey in a uh, Experian commercial. <laughs> How long before they appear in a commercial together? Oh, I, I'm, I'm sure they hit him. Oh, are you talking Kelsey and Taylor Swift? Yeah. Probably not long. Hey, man. She goes through men. Like we go through toilet paper. Oh, What's up? Say, if the if the whole if the whole conspiracy that it's a big marketing scam, it's genius because it's working. <laughs> uh, Paul, I said, how long before Kelsey and Taylor Swift show up in a commercial together? Oh, today. Yeah, I mean that, that commercial's already made. They're just waiting to debut it. What's yeah. the product? Clorox. Kendall. Yes. If you're right, I'll do seven shots. Deal. Um, speaking if you're of that, wrong, I'll do eight. No, if you're wrong, you can't drink for three days. Mash, you want to know what the bummer is? The commercial's already out. Kendall knows that. Is it actually out? I don't know. <laughs> Would be very funny. But if you're wrong, Kendall, you can't drink for three days. Deal. And uh, on yeah. that related note, what was the best thing that happened to you this weekend, Mass? <laughs> um, nothing really. I was kind of trapped in my house all weekend, so... I, I watched the Rams almost give me a heart attack and then pull it out hey, of the That's end. right. Yeah. Hanging out at home, do you have some healthy bowel movements? Honestly, I don't think I shit at all on Saturday. Well, I know, I just didn't. <laughs> Could definitely use a good yeah, hey, soak. Good news. Giants recovered. Nice. How about you, Souls? What's the best thing that's happened to you this weekend? Uh, I went to the Chiefs Jets game. Yeah, Kyle making time for everybody but his buds. <laughs> what time did you get uh, home? Three o'clock. Did you guys drive? Yes. No, we fucking flew. <laughs> you could take the train, Kyle. I've done that. <laughs> They went by boat. Yeah, he asked, he asked me the question. Took like, the like, ferry like, in. Like I'm such an asshole for asking it. <laughs> you know, the best part is, is, in my head, I was like, I was going to say that exact thing. I was like, well, that's kind of aggressive for me. <laughs> I just, oh, we fucking flew. Yeah, but it's like, it was like an, an unreasonable question. <laughs> well, Kyle, did you have a good time at least? I mean, yeah. It was fun, fine. It was good. Do you have any milk ultra? Uh, the steak and cheeses there are probably the worst I've ever had. I was about to say, do you have any good food? I don't know, man. Primatini Brothers. Well, first of all, that's not a steak and cheese. What that that's was. That's how it was advertised to us. What it was. Ooh, was it? <laughs> we did get steak and cheeses from Primatini Brothers. I was told that's what it was. No, hold on, hold on. First of all, it it was not as advertised to me, so I was disappointed too. But it, it, Wait, it's not a steak and cheese. I don't, 
I don't think that's true that it was advertised as steak and cheese. Why would we get steak and cheeses in Pittsburgh? They don't have steak and cheese there. I know that. Yeah, that's you got a the... fucking cold, got a cold soft fucking sandwich. Yeah, you. I think user. it was just advertised as like the best place to get food in the stadium. The way up, Kendall said, "This is the go-to spot for the steak and cheese." Listen, we can blame in Pittsburgh. We'll blame Ben Buttcheeks from Eastern for giving me that that hype that I really fell for. I like how you like tried to name drop Eastern like you went to some prestigious fucking school. Well, I mean, it's and instead we got a cold meatloaf sandwich with coleslaw on it. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. Right, so well, you, you guys, could've, you guys could have ordered no coleslaw. I don't know why you didn't. I didn't know it was on it. Here was the best part of that sandwich, and all on is that you got the sandwich and a beer for nine bucks. I mean, Mass, here's the deal: they're all bit. Everyone was everyone you talked to that was at that game will bitch about their sandwich because for some reason, on a night game where it wasn't that warm, they all bought a hot sandwich on the ground level and chose to carry it all the way up to their nosebleed seats. I ate my sandwich right when I got it; it was great. I didn't. I, I, they carried it up four flights of stairs in the middle of the night. I don't know why. It was a bad sandwich. It was a good sandwich. It was good when it was hot. I don't know. I don't know who gets like getting. A, it's like getting a cheeseburger and then driving forty five minutes home and then being like, "This isn't." How did that happen to me? When you drove home. Claim. Yeah, actually. Mark, how about you? Uh what do we do this weekend? Um, I guess the, the highlight of the weekend is I shot my best score at Panthorn. That was really all I did. What'd you shoot? Uh, shot even. Finished even. Now, I think my previous best there was two over. I'm obligated to say I don't believe you, but I, I mean, there's really nothing else for there me. There was a witness. Right, then, I, then I back down, but somebody has to say it. <laughs> Somebody has to say this guy's a fucking fake. <laughs> this guy's a phony. He's a phony. He's a big fat phony. But yeah, I mean, here I rained all day fucking Saturday, which was fantastic. Yeah, pretty sweet. Just a nice wet fucking weekend yeah. again. Yeah, this weekend's supposed to rain too. Paul, do anything cool? Nope, my weekend was terrible. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. All right. <laughs> nice. Well, why? It was just had a bad weekend. Just, I mean, I didn't do anything worth of note, and uh, I, I worked half the weekend, and the other half I was uh, basically miserable. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. No, sorry. It's just a bad weekend. That's all. I mean, they happen. It's at the end of the world. I've had bad weekends before. I'm still kicking. It's true. Very true. I played. I, I worked all day on Saturday, and then I played a poor round of disc golf on Sunday, and uh, watched 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 my team rip my heart out. <laughs> and that was that was my weekend. Pretty pretty forgetful. I had a better Monday at work than I did two days on my weekend. <laughs> hey, what though? That Cole Komet. I like him. Because he's white. Oh, well, that's not the reason why I like no, him. No, it's all right. We know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, white is right. Yeah, Mike Macboso over here. 
machine washable doesn't have a color setting apparently <laughs> so i got a uh, shot trivia for you guys i have one for each of you oh nice you should do massey's first <laughs> hey massey can you hear me if you don't answer you you don't, you're what? You didn't finish the joke. I didn't really have anything lined up. It was just kind of like, you know, ha, ha, ha. Per usual. Real nice, everyone. All right. All right, uh, Kyle, you go first. All right, Kyle, you ready? Okay. Yeah. I wrote, all of this is going to be, uh, for everything, Price is Right rules. All right, Kyle, how many Philadelphia Phillies have worn the number zero? Three. Kyle, on the money, can you name me one? Nope. All right. Well, you know, did, did you actually know that was a lucky guess? Uh, I know it wasn't a lot. But you just guessed? I've, I've never seen it, so. Wow, so fuck me then. Um, take my first shot here. Okay. Mock. Yeah. Uh, it's my understanding you are a fan of the band Shinedown. Mm-hmm. He's a big fan. <laughs> In their catalog of music, how many singles have they released? Uh, if he just gets 18. us on the money again. <laughs> I'm sorry, what'd you say? 18. I'm sorry. Uh, you you were under, but the correct answer was thirty one. Wow, that's a weak pass interference call. I think. Yeah, like right into him. It was an underthrown ball. Massey, are you back? Sorry, didn't hurt. Somebody want to take Massey's question? Yeah, I'll take it. Right. It's it's not like a really remarkable question. I mean, you can just do my question and hope it buys enough time. Well, I just I, I thought you wanted to go last. That's why. I mean, but I mean, but you could just do mine and you know hope that Massey comes back in time to do his. All right. So go ahead. Okay. All right. Hold on. All right, Paul. How many playable characters are there in Mortal Kombat Eleven? Um. Are you counting like, like the cameo players? You know, I don't have that information. Uh, it's just it's pretty generic how it's worded. Mm. There's a lot in eleven, like thirty-five. So the answer is thirty-seven, but I, I give you a lot of credit. That's that's there was a lot in more. There was a lot. I was thinking of how many. I was just thinking how many rows there were. Pretty much on the money, though. Nice. All right, now yeah. Kyle can do Massey's. All right. Uh, in our Discord uh, channel, where the uh, the Puka Nakua, you know, thread or whatever you want to call it, um, Kyle Massey, uh, it is time at BYU. How many yards did he amass in the? 2021 season. 2021? Yep. Uh, 1127. I'm sorry. That is incorrect. He had a hunt. He had a hundred, eight, 805 yards. 
No, I was right. Yeah. So, Massey, you lose. Thanks to Souls. <laughs> All right, Kendall. All right. You get a plus minus of... Give you a plus minus of 15 feet. How far was the wall in deep right center for Shea Stadium? Oh, man. Um... Um, Jesus Christ. Kyle, do you know? No, it was just four straight flags on this game. No. All right. Uh, three eighty-five. Three ninety-six. Come on, Kendall. You've seen so many Chipper Jones home runs. You know, I was trying to. I, was, I could. I could picture what it looks like. But I just not a wall. Well, just the way it looked, you can see like the, the numbers in each in each like spot. You know what I mean? Yes. Listen. Regardless, I didn't get the correct I said answer. Yes. I know. I know. All right. I said yes. Kyle's do. Kyle's gonna do all the shots for me. <laughs> Kyle, there's a bottle of Jameson orange. Just happened. What? Kendall, did you just put up Windows? Oh no, it's just uh, the computer told me this feed feedback hub is available. Thanks. It was loud. Caught me by surprise. All right, and real quick, I actually have uh, a Riddler ranking uh, for you to do, Paul, at your convenience. Okay. I'm ready. Kind of sticking in the thread of uh, Mortal Kombat, I want you to rank me. I don't know. You you normally do five, but I guess yeah. you, you, you choose you the number. Um, whatever number you want, but for non-playable characters in the full series. Like you could like they, you could never have played as them. Like they, were, they could have never been playable. Never been playable. Now I I don't know. You know. Gameplay right. well enough. Okay. Right. But, yeah, I gotta think on it. But uh in the interim while he's thinking of stuff, I actually have some some questions for you guys and you know football season, blah blah blah. You know, if we could take turns, you know, all opinion based. No, nothing major here. Um, but just some stuff that's gone on through week four. Um first question, Kyle, you wanna lead us off? Sure. All right. Like like that uh, uh, like that spirit. Uh, Kyle, we kind of talked about this a little like briefly uh, off air. Joe Burrow or Bengals as a whole to blame for their slow start. I mean, it's Joe Burrow. You could tell that he can't fucking move his calf anywhere. And like, plus their offensive line is terrible. I think they need to fucking just shut down Burrow until he's fully healthy. Just eat the season. Because right now he's just waiting to hurt the dude more. And he's not giving you any production. Yeah, I think I saw a stat that he's thrown two touchdowns through the four. I don't know if it's even accurate. Uh, through the first four weeks. And they've put up like a, a three-point spot two out of those four games. Yeah, they look terrible. Like, the offense can't move the football. They lost 27-3 to Tennessee, who can't score. 
don't know. I just I just don't think Burrow should be playing right now. So and I, I get I get why they're doing it. But hit you. But your feelings that he's more like the sole reason than anything else. He's a big, he's the biggest reason right now. Yes. You gentlemen care to weigh in? I I agree. I mean, I think I think he's got to get sat down for a minute. You know, you know, like let him let him heal. It may not be the whole season. You know when when's like their when's their bye week? Does, does anyone know offhand? I'll give you one second. Yeah, off the top of my head, I don't know. But even, I mean, it doesn't totally matter. But, like, you know, if they have one of the earlier bye weeks, like, put them on, put them on IR for the few weeks, rest them through the bye, and then, and then see where you're at. You know, like, I don't know. To me, that, that division isn't, like, locked up by anybody. So it's not like you're just caving, you know, you're not just folding. You'll still have a chance like we just seven. gave this guy a what's that week seven I, I just put him on ir then because ir you got to go out for four weeks this is this is week four now so you know he's out through the bye and or, or you may not have to put him on ir i mean then you you just eat the roster spot but sit him through the bye and and you know hope you go two and two whatever Talking about and this. see what happens. Um, I'm sorry. Talk about Burrow. So, Messi, Burrow. I I posed the question: uh, Burrow or kind of like the Bengals as a whole for their slow start, and both Mock and Kyle uh, both kind of agreed that it, it's really on Burrow's uh, shoulders. Yeah. Also, Kendall. Yes. Fuck you. What? I wasn't even here for the question. You're gonna mark me zero and three. <laughs> well, listen, uh, actually, I'll answer it wrong for you. But but I will give you the question as a, a redeeming. If you get it right, I'll give you. I'll just I'll just take another loss if I. If you get it right. All right. Mass. Yeah. Puka, his time in BYU. Yep. Twenty 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 one season. How many yards did he amass? Uh. Fuck. What's my what's my window? So I didn't really provide one. I just did. Um, no one was given a window. But here, so I'll, you had to get it on the dot. Well, it just prices right rules. And Kyle, would you remember what your guess was? So as long as you guess under, you're fine. One yard. <laughs> Bingo. He's not wrong, you know. <laughs> I mean, technically. Uh, I think he only had like seven or 800 yards. Just took him just long enough to look it up. <laughs> Rangers are in two jakes. I'm going to say 800. I'll aim for the high one. Messi, you are correct. 805. And Mark, I didn't have to look it up. I remember watching his hype tape during the draft. Hey, Google, Pornhub. <laughs> oh, shit, Google, don't listen to him. 
Yeah, right. Alexa, <laughs> play porn. Sorry. I do not know what you mean. Already on. <laughs> <laughs> what was the what was the old meme? Uh Alexa play uh play Despacito, I think. Yeah. Did Jones just fumble? I don't know. I'm behind. I looked down and I looked up and it wasn't cool. <laughs> uh but uh yes. It looks that way. God damn it. All right, Mass I'm gonna, I'm gonna pose this next question to you as that you're gonna lead it off. Um which teams are more similar, like comparatively and competitively? The Dolphins and Bills or the Jets and Pats? And some talking would be nice. Anyone? You know, this is tough because at first I want to say the the Bills and Dolphins because obviously they both have very good high-scoring offenses. But the Dolphins don't have a great defense. Uh, and then you look at the Patriots and the Jets. Um, They're polar opposites. Well, no, they both have weak offenses and very good defenses. I'm in, I'm in pull opposites from Bills and Dolphins. Oh, yes. Um, Bills I think, defense is I think suck. Because uh, White went out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I might have to say the Jets and the Patriots right now are the more similar team just because... I think Buffalo is a more complete team than the Dolphins is, while I think that the Dolphins have more firepower. Um, yeah, I think that's that's where I land on that. Anybody else want to weigh in and kind of their thoughts? Can you repeat the question? <laughs> I'm watching the Seahawks score. <laughs> so, between the the Dolphins and the Bills, and the versus the Jets and the Pats, which duo is more similar? Like you know, by by comparison, and like competitively speaking, like what what do you think is like the, the closer? Like these these teams are more identical than the other two. Um, I would personally, I would say the Bills, Dolphins. Would you care to elaborate on that? I mean, really, I, I think both teams are good on, like, pretty much all sides of the ball. Um, I, I mean, I think the Dolphins have a pretty good, decent defense. Um, their offense is obviously explosive. Same with the Bills. The Bills are a little streakier, maybe, but I, I think both teams are pretty even. I mean, they're they're built almost the same. It's it's so interesting, and you know, th- this is not new. This this type of stuff happens all the time because it's it's football and there's four teams in division. But to this point of week four, each team has like knocked off each other, and so it's kind of like a a circle, like like the Patriots beat the Jets, you know, Jets beat the Bills, Bills beat the Dolphins, you know, and it's just funny how early in the year that it's kind of already in that like cylindrical motion. 
Mm -hmm. it, it's just, yeah. Man, not feeling a lot of love on these questions. <laughs> All right. I mean, I give you my in-depth answer. All right. This is this can go to anyone who wants to answer it. Um, are rookie quarterbacks this year better than anticipated, or have they just played easy opponents? There's just only one good quarterback so far. Well, I posed the question because to some degree, I feel like all starting rookies are playing pretty well. And Have I just you watch the Panthers play? Well, this is not. This is not. There's other, you know, quarterbacks besides the Panthers. No, there's not. Not a similar one. I mean, uh, Stroud, I think, has been pretty decent. He, he's putting up consistent numbers. Richardson's been good. He got hurt, or he had the concussion. But I mean, I, I think they're looking pretty good. Um, I mean, especially compared, like. Even if you go back a few years, like the the Mayfield class was supposed to be one of the best quarterback classes we've seen, and is is he the last one standing really as a starter? Um, I believe so. Yes. I mean, it was what him, Donald, Dar Donald, Darnold, uh, Rosen. Oh no, no, Josh Allen was that year. Um, was Allen that no. year? Yeah. No. Yeah. Josh Allen was. Yeah, Josh Allen was that year. You know, so I I think so far these, you know, at, at least for Stroud and Richardson, they I think they're playing pretty that well. That was also a Josh Rosen year. Yeah, Rosen. I mean, he was garbage. Oh, Lamar Jackson too. Was he? Oh yeah, he was what the, in the second round. He was the last, was pick, the last of the first pick. Her last pick of the first round. Yep. So I I, I think they're they're kind of. You know, coming into their own, they're they're playing pretty well. Well, I mean, I yeah. I, I posed the question because I think as a group going into the year, I, I had aspirations. Texans gonna be, I thought were gonna be terrible. I thought the Colts were gonna be terrible, and I think the success they've had has been a big part quarterback play. Yeah, I... <laughs> Would you say? Bark, bark. Eh, it's just a dumb thing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah, I would say that the quarterbacks definitely elevated them because, I mean, Richardson played lights out in the second half yesterday. Uh, once they actually uh, were able to scheme up decent offense against our defense. Um, and he looked really good against the Jaguars. Uh, that game played against them. That's the game he got knocked out of, right? Week one? Uh, yeah. Um, week two, I think he did. Week two. Because um, he didn't play against the Ravens. That's right. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously, Stroud is currently in the favorite to win Rookie of the Year because T has been very good on a Texans team that was supposed to be very not so good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd say they're playing above par right now. So uh, this obviously, you know, there's a reason why the Panthers uh, were picking number one is because they – Traded up to Chicago, but uh, where did Chicago uh, end up uh, trading from? Nine? Uh, sound... For which pick? For, did you, when you traded for the Panthers, was it, was it from the number nine pick? Yeah. Yeah, we, we traded one for nine, yeah. Um, 
I mean, Panthers were always going to be in a very rough spot this year. Um, their line is not good. Um, their defense is so good, though. Their defense is very, very good. Um, but the the offensive side of the ball is just not there yet. And, uh, you know, there's only so much that a uh, especially rookie quarterback can do when he doesn't really have anything out there going for him. So they look good with Dalton, though. Yes. But yeah, Dalton saying, also Dalton has Dalton. 15 years of experience to be able to work through behind a makeshift line like that. No, I know. I'm just saying he looked good. But is it? Ritter sucks. <laughs> yeah. Desmond Ritter's pretty that good. But does anyone have the contrarian opinion that they like these guys have just they they played nobody teams, or is everyone just kind of in agreement that they're just playing well I mean, because the they're playing have, well? The Texans have played good teams. I Texans listen, have played good teams. I'm just throwing the it out there. Colts have played decent. Team. Um, I don't know who the Panthers have played. I'll be completely honest. I haven't paid attention to them. Cool. They're on the four. So, well, exactly. They're on. Um, they're on. Throwing forward in the best offensive week, their rookie quarterback didn't play. So, yeah. All right. Oh. Josh Dobbs looks good. He's a rookie. <laughs> All right. Um, assuming assuming the 49ers are the best team in the NFC. This is just, no, you know, fuck you. Hold on. This, this is just, just for argument's sake. Assuming that the 49ers are the best team in the NFC – who do you think is second best? Philly. As of right now. The Rams. I don't think that's true yet. Kyle, what are, what are your reasons for Philadelphia? Well, they, they still have a high-powered offense. Their defense is still very good. I mean, DeAndre Swift is playing like the guy he was supposed to play in Detroit. Um. Even though they're not clicking 100% offensively yet, they're still putting up points and winning games. It's a great way to stay in shape. Oh, man. <laughs> I had that cadence. <laughs> Almost spit out the scotch there. <laughs> but, yeah, as of right now, I think it has to be the Eagles. Uh, anybody else? No, because I want to entertain this. Um, I mean, I can't. I mean, it's got it. I mean, I can't. I can't really think of anything, any argument to make other than Philadelphia. I think Detroit is like able to get to that spot, but I don't think they're there yet. We'll find out this week because they play one another. All right, there you go. So I guess we're kind of a, a follow-up, I and mean, you guys can disagree with this statement or whatever. Uh, let's let's pretend that Dallas didn't lose, or Dallas losing to Arizona, is that, that hurts their case, or is there other reasons why that they're not Dallas considered... Is- Dallas's offense is too streaky. 
Yeah, too shaky to be called one of the best. Their defense is fucking real, though. Yeah, they're good defense. But we saw what Dak did against the Cardinals. Thrown into triple coverage in the, in the red zone, going one for five. Now, I think Dak is the reason why they're not the number two team in the, in the NFC. Now, we can't live hypothetically, obviously, but uh, if Dallas had won, even if it was by a little bit, that you'd still hold that opinion if they were undefeated to this point, like Philadelphia is? Yeah, I would still give the nods to Philadelphia. Okay. Uh, I think has, both of them suck. <laughs> who has Dallas played so far? Uh, Arizona, Giants, New England, England. Arizona. Uh, New England. Oh, and the Jets. The Jets. Yes. Okay. The Jets. So their defense hasn't played a fairly good offense yet. We'll see what happens this week, how good they are. Well, that's the I think the, the the big hype for this coming week is because it's San Francisco, um, like like oh that's the the real test or whatever you want to call it. And I um, hate fucking rooting for the Cowboys. <laughs> um, but so other than perhaps those two, I think you guys are saying Philadelphia. Is there anyone else, perhaps even in the conversation, or I think it's just other teams are just so far behind that that. Well, Detroit can be in there. I just think it's Detroit needs to beat Philadelphia in order to be the number one two team. And I think they have to beat them convincingly. I think they need to beat them convincingly. I don't think it could be a one-score game. Uh, I'll disagree with that. That's fair. I think think as long as they beat them, it doesn't matter. As long as it's not like they lose Jalen Hurts in the first quarter or something like that. Or like, as long as they win. Right. So, so let me rechange it. If they lose convincingly, I don't think they're top. I mean, they're top, right, probably top five. But... It's a much different discussion. Yeah. I'm an idiot. We all know that. <laughs> you're not an idiot, Kyle. You're just excited. You're a cute guy. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Right, I have a question for Paul if he wants to lead it off. He doesn't Go like ahead. you, okay? Well, I, I hope that's not true. Um, what's better for the NFL? More or less of this things like this Taylor Swift experience, in your opinion? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't really think it makes a difference. I mean, I know that's not really one of the options. No, I mean, that's fine. It, I don't know. It's like, like, I mean, so I don't know if there's any truth to this. I saw, I saw something that's supposedly like, the NFL posted on like their Twitter or like their their, their Instagram bio. They posted that like as, in their bio, like Chiefs are two and zero since Taylor Swift or something like that. I mean, like mm-hmm. shit like that's unnecessary in my opinion. Um, it's just not it's not a necessity to the game. Um, but I mean. I mean, from the NFL standpoint, I guess you would love it, right? I mean, you're increasing your viewership. I mean, how many people are, how many, how many girls are watching NFL games, you know, even if it's just the Jets Chiefs game, but, you know, it's another set of eyes just to see Taylor Swift on the jump on the TV. No shit. I kid you guys not. There were a bunch of people at that game yesterday that brought binoculars 
to just to try to see Taylor Swift. Yeah. Did you so see I mean, her? <laughs> I didn't have to bring binoculars. That's not what I asked. <laughs> but I did. She was with Ryan Reynolds, so I was trying to see him instead. Oh yeah. <laughs> Be like, get out of the way. <laughs> now that guy. That guy's a handsome devil. Well, it's just it's so bizarre because I guess it's just it speaks to like how big of a star Taylor Swift is right now. But think about it, there's celebrities at football games all the time. You know, they show you know at at SoFi Stadium they'll do like the the pan around and all the you know people living in out in L.A. that, that they get the the nod on TV all the time. But because her and Kelsey are I don't know whatever they are, it's like the I don't know. It's just it's it's like the biggest thing that's like that's happened. So like to, to, they make it seem like the biggest thing that's happened to sports and entertainment in one. I just I don't know. Maybe, it's kind of bullshit. Because Ray Romano was there, nobody gave a shit. <laughs> I mean, that kind of makes sense. Ah, you love Ray. Give us your yeah, best role. I love Ray. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's just a talking point, you know. It it is what it is. Like Kelsey had like the dating TV show. Like he he's a NFL player that's in the public eye that way anyway. And Taylor Swift's probably the like biggest pop like celebrity oh, yeah. in the world right now, no doubt. And so, it... you know what I mean. So it's just two two big names just coming together. I mean, it just... it... I have you know. No real opinion. I mean, last week I said I, I hated it, and I, I kind of do. But, like, it, it's, it's not keeping me up at night. I'm just amazed. Like, you watch the game the past two weeks, and it's just like the, the TV crews, they just feed into it so much. It's like every chance they possibly can, they're showing up to the booth. And I don't know. I just I just figured more people would be irritated about it, but maybe maybe not. I mean, it's... Well, it's- it's annoying. There's... I mean, you asked from the NFL standpoint, from a fan standpoint, it's annoying. Like, I don't give a shit about Taylor Swift being at the game. I mean, fucking, you know, just another fucking average looking white woman. <laughs> well, shit. I mean, that is true. And maybe I, 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 I posed a question that like, like for the NFL, yeah, of course the NFL is going to want it because it's, you know, money, money, money. But I guess I sort of meant to ask the question like from a more personal opinion yeah I mean, I, I mean it's annoying you know it's it's annoying to hear about it it's annoying to it's annoying to listen to fucking you know the the fucking Ouch. announcer Ouch. try to make jokes about it yeah like that that, that intro to Sunday Night Football was like unbearable that was that like was it Carson Daly like Doing stuff, uh, and it's just NBC flexing their, you know, hey, we have all these shows, and we can just, and we just network better than the others. But I don't know. I know. It's it's just going to run its course. I mean, it is what it is. There's so much nonsense. Like uh, there was something that came out the other day, like Kelsey's like ex girlfriend coming out, like. I think she was from the when he had the TV show, 
And then now, you know, she's now being interviewed on like fucking 60 minutes. Like, who cares? What, like, <laughs> there's things that don't matter in it, but I mean, it's just two people fucking date. Like, all right. Like, the first week, I got, all right, she's at the fucking stadium. All right. There she is. You know? Who cares? It, yeah. it, it's annoying to the point where, like, they don't, the announcers of the game should not be fucking saying it all the time. You gotta talk about the game. Who gives a fuck if she's there? I mean, even if they're like, "Oh, you know, she's here." I mean, because again, like they've they did it when whoever Romo was dating, they did it when Brady was with. Just like yeah, but like it, it's part they, of the they, the deal. But then they like they like stop doing it. But like it's every thirty uh, yes seconds. Yes or no? But that oh, that's what I'm sure. saying. I think that side of it will go away. But like when Romo was dating like Jessica Simpson, they would always show her in the crowd, like and talk about it, it was. It is what it is. There's celebrities. It's it's always an endorsement. It's just, I this may be one of the only time, other than you know maybe Brady and Giselle, where the biggest celebrity like in the world is fucking there. You know, it it wouldn't make sense for them to not talk about it. I just need Aaron Rodgers to start dating Justin Bieber. <laughs> It'll all go away. That's the move. I mean, he's another, you know, he always had whoever he was dating. In the, it's just, it's always going to be a talking point. It, it's just the fact that she's, she's just the biggest celebrity in the world right now. So there's way more eyes on her than, you know, I knew Matt you Stafford's were. wife. Matt Stafford's wife's hot, though. It's not part of the conversation. Yeah, I, know, but I was just thinking out loud. I just feel bad that no one came to his defense. We just let him sit there with his words. <laughs> uh, I mean, th- that's that's about kind of the like the, the chunk of questions I had for you guys. I Man, I don't know if you guys had other stuff you wanted to talk about. I have a I have a quick non-sports thing I want to say. Yes. I think the game of life is the worst fucking board game ever. All right. Is it because <laughs> they make you drive that? a car? You know. That was funny and you know it. (laughs) That was funny and you know it. Kyle, do you go to college or do you go right to work? Uh, Whatever. Probably work, kids. In that game, you need money. Don't want to start with that that debt right out of the gate. Yeah. Because my luck, I'll end up with like three kids in the first three rolls of the game. Which I don't even know if that's possible. Well, that car could fit like nine people. I mean, they they, they didn't uh, they didn't want you to worry about that. Could only fit six. I yeah, I I embellish it a little bit, but I like the game of life. Stupid. Tell you what, I can't do, and this should be no surprise to you guys at all, because you see me do anything. I can't spin that dial effectively. Try to try to think it was flying out of the little case it's in. That tracks. I mean, you don't even have to, like, see me play to know exactly... You would know exactly how it looks. I'm not pleased the best board game. Good game. You gotta just dedicate the time to it. That's Monopoly? Yeah. Whenever you, know, you're... Like, you know... Like, if you're like, hey, you wanna play Monopoly? You know you're spending a couple hours there. Like, hey, you're gonna be here this long? <laughs> <laughs> and whenever you bring up the game Monopoly, 
it just breeds the conversation, oh, well, I'm the best at Monopoly. And then someone else says, no, I'm yeah. the best. And then no one ever proves it. Paul's pretty good at it. Yeah. I go through stretches of being good at it. Kyle's really good at Yahtzee. I am good at Yahtzee. I have a documented that Kyle's cheated. I have cheated against you, Kendall. Yeah. I Don't am. go upstairs looking for a Powerade when I'm down there with dice. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm trying to be a host. You want to be a host. You got to for yourself. Well, sorry. I got two Powerades that you took one sip out of. You're right. <laughs> and I left it in that terrible red couch. <laughs> Still there. It's the worst couch ever. Did Kenneth Walker get hurt? No, they just they keep going like first and twenty, so they have to throw the fucking football. Ah. Yeah, guys, sorry you have to watch this game. I'm not watching it. I'm, <laughs> I, just looked, I just looked on ESPN Statcast and saw that he only ran two times in twenty five minutes. It's just been a fucking flag fest. You know, um, nice. Massey is the board game hipster. He's been awfully quiet. And in fact, the board game hipster. He didn't have anything to say about the game of life or Monopoly. No, not particularly. Too mainstream? A little bit. Game of Clue's fun. I like Clue. better. Not as good as the movie. I Kendall, I said that, but you said it over <laughs> Sorry. I actually didn't hear you. I apologize. Kendall steal a joke? No way, dude. <sighs> <laughs> I'm the best of Monopoly. <laughs> so, I bought a video game to play in the hospital for when Mercy goes into labor, mm-hmm. and I'm already almost done with it. And uh, she did not like when I was like, well, you just need to buy another one. <laughs> she didn't care for that. I thought it was funny. What game? Metroid Prime. Game is sick. Hmm. It was originally on the GameCube. Wasn't they, Metroid, uh, wasn't, sorry? Originally, wasn't Metroid originally on like the Super Nintendo? Oh yeah, but the, like the the Prime Metroid Prime was originally on the GameCube. Like it was just a different one in the series. Um, but I remember having it on GameCube, and I don't I don't think I ever finished it. And like one day I was just kind of thinking about it, and then I saw that they re re released it on the Switch. So like, yeah, well that's gonna get bought. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'll play it in the hospital while I'm waiting. And uh, it's probably not gonna make it there. <laughs> yeah. And the game is done. It could be started. Nah. You should uh, try to return it because you say you didn't like it and see if you get a full refund. There you go. Dude, you can return anything to Amazon. I was thinking more like returning a beer at a bar, but... <laughs> no, it has to be half a beer. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. So you have to tell me I played halfway through. Said it was kind of warm. Oh, great play, New York. Great play. Ugh. First and ten... Eight-yard loss. Let's go. <laughs> hey, man. You got to suffer before greatness. 
I laugh because there, there's a guy I work with. He's like, how do you, like, you sit and watch the Giants games? I was like, I got to sit and suffer every week. <laughs> it's penance. <laughs> got to do Steelers it. Steelers offense does the same thing, Mark. Yeah, but what does that guy root for? You know, I don't know. I haven't gotten that far. Because <sighs> at that point, I'm like, get away from me. <laughs> I know. I know I'm wasting the time. Like, I know. I think I don't have the same conversation at home with my wife. <laughs> I don't need it from you too, bud. Yes, you do. Cosby. Uh, Kyle, have they, have they said what happened to Pickett yet? Bum bruise. That's so, it. yeah, they said he's going to miss next week. And, and I think they're only doing that because they have a bye the week after. Yeah, makes sense. So Mitch versus the Ravens. What's more important is that the Rams are going to now show you that you can win a Super Bowl with good draft picks. Because they're going to be really good in like a year. I'm in. Huh? I'm in. I think they are. I think, I think that they're putting something together pretty good. Yeah, that poker kid's pretty good. He's all right. I've had the luxury of facing him this week. The whole team's good. And then they're going to sign Justin Fields and he'll play back up to Stafford for a year or two and then he'll come in and light it up. Uh, my dream is to get Zach Wilson as a backup. I really think they could actually turn him good. You're going to do the reverse Jared Goff? Yeah. Massey, I didn't realize you were such a Zach Wilson sympathizer. Well, Kendall, if you ever paid attention to anything he ever said, well, I mean, you know, I like him and I like Mayfield. He looks like he's like banging that. mills. Wilson <laughs> yeah. did play very well yesterday. He has the potential to be so good. He made one mistake. So I I I didn't watch the whole game, but I put it on as I was kind of laying in bed. And uh, I saw like the score and the and I was like, oh, Wilson must be playing pretty good. And then as the announcers are set, they're like, oh, he's playing a great game. Is like when the fumble happened, I was like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Interference. And it, it's too bad because it was literally just, he just turned his head, you know, a fraction of a second too soon. The fucking Chiefs had the ball for like seven minutes in the 50-yard line. It made it <laughs> 30 yards. I agree. I mean... Is anything like? Is it not like bad that like that call wasn't called? <laughs> I mean, like, like there's always calls that like holding calls and stuff that are missed every game. But like, I mean, that one was like pretty bad, like really bad. Like waited till the interception was complete. No, I'm talking about the one where Patrick Mahomes rushed for 23 yards to pick up. The oh first yeah, ball. where he stood there for like. I mean, he's literally they're li- the cheap. The, I don't know which offensive lineman it is. But him and the Jets defender are literally the only two guys in the frame, and he's just ripping his jersey down, like shoving him to the ground, holding him. I mean, textbook holding him for about seven seconds, and then Mahomes just rips off a twenty-three yard one to run to basically get the victory. And it's like that one seemed a little egregious to miss. Yeah. <laughs> Refs do go to Chiefs way a lot. 
and very seldom do you ever like hear on that Monday morning, like you know, oh, hey guys, sorry we, we missed that call. It's like I think honestly, I think with the way the NFL has been the past four years and how it's just getting worse and worse every single week, I think that the I think that like the NFL should be. I think the NFL should be forced to publicize like a list of all the missed calls, like all the wrong calls that should have gone the other way. Because it's here's the thing: it doesn't matter because it's not going to change the outcomes of games. But like, they should, they should be forced to take in Angel Hernandez. <laughs> that's just it. It's like we as fans, we like, is the MLB going to get rid of Angel Hernandez? No, but we as fans know what to expect from him. You know, we expect. If your team is playing and Angel Hernandez is behind the plate, you know that it's going to be a rough fucking day. Yeah, same with him at third base. <laughs> Just can I see that? Yep. Fucking hey man, that Harper's a, a hothead. Fuck that, dude. You'd be pissed too. <laughs> like he wasn't even close to swinging. And then the kid got a helmet. <laughs> Harper's hey, a hothead. Fuck it. That's right. I'm with Bryce Harper, Dick Ryder. Yeah, we know. I've enjoyed that yeah, uh, every team in both the AL and NL East is in the playoffs except the Mets and Yankees. That's That's been pretty cool. <laughs> well, the, <laughs> the Red Sox aren't in. But Neither are the Nationals. But don't the other three, you know, all, all there. I did see a thing. I, I forget what year it said, but they were saying that this is the first year in, I don't know, however long that there's no Yankees, Red Sox, or Cardinals in the playoffs. Oh, I saw that. I don't remember the year. And the Yankees kept boom. Looks that way now, doesn't it? Oh, it is that way. They already came out and said it. Did they? I know they said, like, it looks good. He's going to be bad. It's just like. They said he's not being fired. That's great. I was... The Cardinals need to fire their coach, too. Yeah, but fuck that guy. What's more important is can anybody name the seven ways to reach first base in the MLB? Uh, All right. Ready single? to go to think this? Is Drew Locke in the game? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, there's, there's, someone, someone's got to kind of take the reins. You can't have everybody shouting stuff out. Kyle, go ahead. Yeah, all right. Single, walk. Right. We'll, we'll, call, we'll count that as a hit. Okay, that's fine. So a hit, hit walk, walk, strike, hit by three, pitch. Drop. We, we said one person was doing this. There's, <laughs> there's too many people talking. So hit by pitch. Okay, so hit, walk, hit by pitch. Strike three dropped. Yep. Um, uh, catcher interference. Yep. Uh, I have a question. Yeah. Is the walk and the intentional walk considered the same? Yeah, they're both a walk. I'll. All right. It gets it gets statted up as the same thing. Yeah, I'll. that's fine. Yes, sir. Walk. What was that? Walk. You can't get to first on a bulk. No. 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 You can the be advanced on the up. base path, but you can't be given first on a bulk. What about pitch timer thing? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> such so there, there are technically 23 ways you can get to first. Oh, my God. But like, but, like, there are seven major ways that you would see in a game. Like, like you can technically get to first error? on, like, 
you can technically get to first on like fan interference. Like, but that's okay. just like not a common enough thing. What, what about throwing errors? Is that one of them? Errors, one of them. Okay, so it's six. One. That would be a hit. Yeah. One uh, more. Fielder's choice. There you go. Bingo. Added by Mark. Kendall, you, you get... think we were going to get. Kendall, you get all the points. Thank you. I tell you, once you mentioned the fan interference, that's all I've been thinking about. Imagine, <laughs> imagine that seeing that. I don't even know like what what would have to happen for it to qualify. Unless <laughs> you like, just gave him a hug. Did did you go to first base? I don't know. Because I would root for that every time I'm up to bat. Come hug. Them. Somebody go hug them. I don't want to strike out again. Like nope, nope, nope. He hugged me. <laughs> <laughs> If that was a thing, the fans would just line up to fucking jump the fence. The longest game of all time. <laughs> and we got another one. It's 40,000 to nothing. Section 400 is now empty. <laughs> and the holding cells are booked. <laughs> right, that's all I got for my question. <laughs> I just wanted to see how fast you guys could do it. So what do you guys think about the playoffs? Who, who, who's your front runners? Who do you think makes it to the World Series? Oh, it's funny you say that. I saw a cool stat about the MLB playoffs. The, the Miami Marlins are the first team in MLB history to make the playoffs finishing last in their uh, run scored in their league. They can pitch the shit out of it. Yeah, but they scored the- like, they were really pissed at the Mets. Hey, did you see the thing where the Mets spent a bajillion dollars and sucked for a whole year? Because <laughs> I did, and then they and then they got rid of their manager, who I really liked. And then any player I also really liked in the past 20 years goes and has success on other teams. Imagine if David Wright was never a Met. He probably would have been a Hall of Famer. He'd probably be the, the best Gino brave Smith, of all the time. Did Smith get hurt? That's right. I see Drew Locke in. I don't know what happened. Gino hurt his ankle. But I think he's going to come back in eventually. Nope. Cool. He's being covered. <laughs> classic, classic Kyle outside information. <laughs> he's going to be right up A to the cart. All right, just need Geno Smith to put up 20 points now and keep Gino, uh, Kenneth Walker and Geno to stay out of the game. <laughs> um, what was he going to say? Oh, uh, who's my front runner? Like, who, like who, what's your prediction for the World Series? Oh, my prediction? Um, for you, uh, Paul, Brandon Woodruff might not pitch this postseason. That doesn't mean anything. He'll still win. <laughs> He's still better than everybody. Um, my prediction is. What's my prediction? Uh, my prediction for the World Series is. Hope we lost it, Paul. Braves over Houston in six. That would be a bummer. 
Well, Kyle, that's basically what I was going to predict. I have uh, Braves sweeping Houston because that's just how my year is going. I hate the Braves in a passion that only Kyle could understand. And his, you know, he's not been burned as much as I have. He has been burned, don't get me wrong. But not to the same ferocity that I have. Same chagrin. Did he not step out of bounds? The biggest thing for me this year, and it's, it's total bitterness, is I just don't want... Scherzer to get a ring because that guy sucked and then had the most things to say after he got traded. Verlander was more graceful. Scherzer was an ass. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Philly. Boo. You can't pick your own team. Alright, that's fair. Then I'll go with Toronto, Milwaukee. Anytime you pick the Phillies, Kyle, you have to eat a New York cheesesteak. <laughs> I think the wild, I think I think the teams that have the buys struggle. Yeah, but I, I think Houston's still going to be fine. That's fair. I think the Braves will be fine. I think the Dodgers are the t- type of team that would struggle. Yeah. I think they're the type of – I think the Dodgers are. I think the Orioles could be just because they're young. Tampa Bay knows what it takes to, to, to you know, win in the playoffs. The Texas Rangers have some veteran leadership. Would, hypothetically, the, the Braves and Dodgers meet in the NLCS or would they meet in the DS if they both advanced? No, they could only yeah. meet in the NLCS. They both have the buys. Oh, the Dodgers have the, the buys? Braves – yeah, the Dodgers the and the Braves both have the buy. The okay. Dodgers will play the winner of the Diamondbacks Brewers series. Okay. And then the the Braves will play the Marlins Phillies winner. You know, I got that stupid uh NFL one buy thing stuck on my head. That's that's why. Or you mean the way it was in the NLB for a hundred years? <laughs> that also. I mean the the I, I just I don't know. I just feel like the Astros are going to build up momentum. I feel like they pretty much have a cakewalk. They're, I mean, they're, they're significantly better than the Twins, and I think that they're better than the Blue Jays. I think they pretty much have like a kind of a cakewalk into the ALCS, and I think that Texas and Tampa Bay can slug it out. I think that the Orioles will slug it out with whoever wins that, and then you're going to get kind of like a rested Houston Astros team against a tired whatever other team. Baltimore scares me just because their pitching's not there yet. Yeah. And they're just, they're young. They're a young team, you know? I mean, this is, you know, hope, hopefully for them, this is the first of, of many. I don't think anybody outside of being an Orioles fan, I don't think anybody that, like, knows baseball would really be upset with the Orioles losing in the and ALDS, even you know, with the exception of it maybe being a sweep. Like if they were if they were swept by one of the other teams, then maybe it would be kind of considered somewhat of a disappointment. But like 
the fact that they won the division and post a home series in the playoffs for the first time in however many years, that's the win right there. And then you build off of it for the future. Correct. I mean, that that's what happened with the Astros. The Astros didn't just go in and win the World Series. They were, you know, they made the playoffs. They won some games. They came back. They won some more. I hope Baltimore doesn't fall victim to they're just happy to be there. No, I don't think it. I don't think it will. I just think it's. I think it's more of going to be more of an inexperienced thing. Tampa Bay's got experience. They know what they're doing. That's a that's an exciting uh, exciting series. Yeah, uh, Arizona for the first time. Hold on, Paul, one more time. I said, on paper, you hope you get... you got to fucking fix your connections. I'm fine. I can do myself. <laughs> <laughs> on paper, you hope you get Houston and Texas because you want to see Scherzer versus Verlander in the playoffs. Oh, man. That would just chat my ass. And then from there, you hope you get, you know, you, you hope that the MLB rewrites it and then you get Braves, Phillies, and the NLCS. And then you hope that they just give a World Series ring to everybody except the Mets. <laughs> no, don't worry. That'll happen. I'd be interested for uh, a Braves-Dodgers, you know, post-Freddie Freeman thing. Yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. I mean, I don't think there's really uh, any, like, bad blood. It's just like, hey, go do you. We'll still be good, right? I mean, I don't. there's nothing negative, right, that I ever heard. Well, I so think the whole Freddie Freeman's, Freddie Freeman's so beef isn't with the Braves. It's with the agent. Yeah. Oh, okay. From everything, from everything I heard, the agent never never really disclosed. Like, the Braves kind of reached out to the agent and kind of said, like, we'd like to figure out a way to keep Freeman, but we can't do it for what he's worth. And the agent kind of never made that clear to Freeman and was just kind of like, you need to get what you're worth. And then later it came out that, like, the Braves were willing to work with Freddie Freeman. He just wasn't going to get what he got from the Dodgers. And so Freddie Freeman kind of felt like hurt from by his agent that he never he was never really given the opportunity to kind of explore what could have happened. And then he fired him. And then he fired him. Uh, I just need next Tuesday to get here. What's that? What is that? Get my heart because I'm going to get my heart broken this Thursday, and then after this Thursday, then the tenth comes, and then it's the Connor Bedard show. <laughs> Is he, is he going to be on the roster? He's not going to start in like the AHL. No, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how they do that. How they? He's the best roster. prospect since Wayne Gretzky. He's playing game one. Okay, didn't know. Didn't know. I'm sorry. Will you just wait for the Bears to put up seventy points on Thursday? Yeah, and they'll lose at seventy-one to seventy. <laughs> That was funny when you, you know, like a joke is just telegraphed to just blow up in your face. <laughs> it's just that, yeah, I mean, they're just, they're a, they're a pathetic organization. That's all there is to it. They're, uh, it's not even like worth my like feelings anymore. Cause like, I, I don't think Fields was given a fair shot this season so far. Uh, you know, I think everybody is, you know, doing the whole like, oh, he finally had a good game. It's like he hasn't had he hasn't had all bad games leading up to this one game. 
Like, yeah, the passing really was showcased in this game. And, of course, it was against a bad defense, but you would want him to go out. If he went out and struggled against a bad defense, then you know the writing's on the wall. You know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, I know Khalil Herbert had a lot of, had a lot of, you know, momentum going at that point, but you're going to go for it on fourth and one after calling a timeout, pretending to go for it, and then you're going to just give the ball to Khalil Herbert up the middle with tight ends on both sides, basically showing we're running inside. Like, why would you take the ball out of Justin Fields' hand? Like, throw Khalil Herbert in the flat, let him run around the line of scrimmage to get a fucking pass, a bailout, and let Fields do something. It was just it was just terrible play calling. The head coach is just, he's got to go. But yeah, I... the, the Bears just traditionally don't fire people in the middle of the season. So, I mean, he's probably just going to be here to stay. And, you know, now, then it's going to be, you know, the Bears, you know, on paper own picks one and two. And, you know, everyone thinks they're going to go. And the funny thing is, is everyone's like, oh, at least, you know, everyone I talked to, at least you're going to get Caleb Williams and Harrison Jr. It's like Caleb Williams has already come out and said he might not come out if he doesn't like the situation. So, I mean, you know, no offense to my own my own team and all of its fans, but what the fuck would make him want to come out of college to play for the Bears? Isn't the head coach now calling defensive plays? Yeah, he's the def- he's basically he's taken over as defensive coordinator. Yeah, he's been bad the first two weeks. Actually, the Bears' defense, it was playing well in the first half. Then they just made no adjustments. They just kept letting the the, the Broncos go up and down the field in the second half. Playing, like, prevent defense type shit? Yeah, I mean, they were so – I mean, I was I was texting Kendall about it. The, the first half, the Bears were so scared of getting beat by Jerry – because, I mean, first of all, they're, they're starting they're, – their starting number one corner – was the fifth corner on their depth chart to start the season. And they already had one of the youngest secondaries in the NFL to start. I mean, Jalen Johnson's hurt. All these other guys are hurt. And in order to not get burned by Jerry Judy, they were playing single high safety 30 yards off the line of scrimmage. So basically they were playing 10 on 11 inside the the box the the whole first half because they were just so afraid of somebody getting over the top that they were keeping a safety back there just to play prevent. And it was like... Is Eddie, is Eddie Jackson playing? No, Eddie Jackson's hurt. Eddie Jackson's hurt. Kyler Gordon's hurt. I think Kyler Gordon got a broken hand. Jalen Johnson's got something that's keeping him out week to week at the moment. Eddie Jackson's got a foot issue, I think. I mean, Tevin Jenkins, like the offensive line's been bad. You know, Tevin Jenkins is coming off IR this week, but, I mean, I would be surprised if he plays on a short week. I can't imagine they're going to have him suiting up and starting at right guard for, you know, against Washington on a short week. Yeah, football, especially, like, coaching is tough because, like, usually the the firings don't occur at least not until like we'll call it, there's one or two games left in a year but I, mm. I there's a part of me that almost wishes that there was more aggressive moves like all right we're 0 and 4 just get out you know you're like 
obviously the situation is above you and you're, it was a mistake to hire you because I don't know, like the bears have struggled for a long time and like you watch a game like that on Sunday and, and I, I feel bad. We just, I feel like we just harp on the bears so much, but it's like, you're up so big and it's such a winnable game because the, the, like the, the Broncos don't play, haven't played well up to this point. Then you just watch it slip through your fingertips just by like, by not being like confident and, and, and not like making good decisions. Uh, I, I just, I, I kind of wish, you know, Kyle and I were talking about this about like with Matt Canada for Pittsburgh, the offensive coordinator, like how many chances do you, you get at a professional level? I, I just don't know. It, it, it seems so arbitrary for like management to be like, oh, well, no, we, we can't because we put X amount of money in, or we just, we got to give them this much chance. Like what point do we sit back and like, all right, these are professional coaches, coaching professional athletes. They're not producing. They're not doing, you know, what it's expected of them. We need to cut your ties. Like, think of it just like in your regular work. Like, you get hired to do a job, and imagine for like for four weeks, you just suck. Your employer will fire you because that's how real life works. I, I just, I, I don't, I don't understand how certain things aren't translated upward you know maybe i'm speaking crazy but i i don't know no i think i think you're right and and i think paul i mean we kind of joked about it in our group text but like it it kind of depends on what the team's looking to do right so so say we can use the bears as examples that's what we're talking about if they're already saying you know what this season is what it is keep the high picks then you can't fire the guy because if the next guy comes in and does well, that can kind of pull that apart. But on the other side, you know, if you want to try and flip it around, like like the Chargers may be a better example where, like, they have a good team or a, a decent team but a terrible coach where, you know, a, a new regime can kind of turn their season around and potential, you know, playoff contention and the whole thing. It, I think it comes down to whatever – the team wants to do for that year. Yeah. It's, you know, and, and you make a decision and you go with it. Yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know what you do. I just, I don't even know what you do if you're the Bears, to be honest with you. I don't even know what you do. Because, I mean, you can't really make, you can't make a decision at this point because you're four weeks in, but like, you know, and you're not going to make a decision 16 weeks in either you're gonna wait till the season's over but like like what do, what do you do if you're the very like what if, what if like i mean what if this was a spark for like what if this was a spark like justin fields isn't gonna go out and throw four touchdowns and 300 yards every week but what if he goes out and keeps improving as a passer and th- and then but you keep losing games and now you have all these picks and it's like like what what what, what do you do like do you give up on the fucking guy because i mean what are you gonna do bring in a third head coach for his fucking career his coaching career or his quarterbacking career right no right. You're not going to bring in a head coach and he's going to be like, oh, yeah, let me inherit this fucking baggage. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just, it's, 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 it's the Mitch Trubisky turntable all over again. You know, it's fucking Mitch Trubisky came in, he played okay. Then fucking, because what, because did, did, did Nagy draft Trubisky? Yeah. Did he? I actually I'm don't almost certain. That. I don't think so because Trubisky was there for four years and Nagy wasn't there for four years. I think Trubisky was drafted by John Fox. 
have to look it up. But I mean, mass. <laughs> but we say it all the time. Like new head coach, they want their own guy. You know, there's very seldom you know opportunities where, especially with young quarterbacks, that the new head coach comes in and like because they want their new toy. They want like they they want the thing that okay, I, this is my vision. This is the type of player I want to mold. Like yeah, he, Trubisky. Sorry, come to cut you off. But Trubisky was drafted by John Fox, played a year with him, and then and then and then Maggie came in, and then Maggie came in. And it was like kind of the same type of deal. Like, I mean, was Trubisky lights out? No, he wasn't. But, you know, Nagy's poor fucking coaching. I mean, he came in, the, the team would played with a lot of heart and fire in the first year and then had the unfortunate field goal problem. And who, know, who knows, you know, they go on to win that game. Maybe, maybe they make some noise in the next game, probably lose it, but make some noise. Maybe it's a different outcome. But then it was a downward spiral for, Nag- for Nagy. Poor coaching led to poor quarterback play because – Here's the thing, like, yeah, like Mitchell Trubisky going out and, you know, overthrowing receivers or making poor decisions or holding onto the ball too long. Same thing with Justin Fields. That doesn't matter what the play calling is, of course. But at the same time, poor play calling, poor general managing, not bringing in the right pieces. I mean, the the Justin Fields thing, like, I mean, I don't care how poor this guy. I don't care how poor this guy was playing. I don't care what they think of him or what anybody else thinks of him going into this season you knew he was your guy. There was no ifs, ands, or buts. He was your QB1 coming into the season. All hype in Chicago was on Justin Fields. You had $100 million to spend, and you went out, and you fucking spent it all on defense, which, yes, the defense was a major concern from last year. It was terrible, the worst in the league. But you got a mobile quarterback that, you need to improve his pocket passing capabilities and you provide him with nothing to keep him standing upright. Nothing, nothing at all. I mean, I I don't understand. I don't understand like how that can even be a thing. And so it's, it's all going to get flushed over again and it's going to, you know, it's going to be fucking terrible. I just, I just, you know, like, what's good, what makes, like, there's no reason for me to even be fucking excited about it because what's going to fucking, what, what makes me think it's going to be any different with the next quarterback they bring in? I mean, shit. The only thing the Bears did was, the only thing the Bears did on the offensive line to help uh, Justin Fields this offseason was, trade from one to nine and then nine to 10 to draft Darnell Wright. So they got a rookie offensive lineman. There was premier offensive line talent on the free agents market in this past off season. And they had all the money in the world to throw at these guys. And instead they went out and they tried to sign a, a sexy linebacker, you know, a name, which, you know, sure. He he played great in Buffalo. They gave him a ton of money. They could have they could have given any one of these offensive linemen a boatload of money. Yeah, and you know, and if if they all said no because they didn't want to go there, then that's fine. But they didn't even try. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, it's just terrible. Nope, it sucks. And um... but this what it is. All right, I got my uh my ranking. If you want to hear it, yes, I don't I do. know if Matthew's interested at all. 
Yeah. Matthew, are you interested? Cool. Um, <laughs> all right. So I'm going to give an honorable mention to uh, Vera Briggs. Uh, so, I mean, this, so, oh, sorry. The ranking was uh, top five uh, non playable Mortal Kombat characters. Yes. Um, so the honorable mention is to Vera Briggs. Now, she was only mentioned in one Mortal Kombat game, but she was a character in the comic books. And uh, so Vera Briggs is Jackson Briggs' wife, and they go on to end her, and later have Jackie Briggs as a daughter. So Jax and Jacqueline are both playable characters. I, you know, I think it would be cool to see like a Vera Briggs type of thing, you know, like because uh, Jack. Jack's the Jack's is you know the military guy who has his arms ripped off and gets the mechanical arms, and then his daughter kind of plays off of that with like technologically induced arms, but it's like more you know special ops kind of person. So it'd be kind of see cool to see like Vera Briggs be more of like you know like a a more intermediary between them type of thing. Um. So number five is a character named Jarek. Uh, he was supposed to be playable in this um, Mortal Kombat game that was never released, but he's uh, basically second in command to Kano, which is the Black Dragons, which is like a black market like um, mercenary type group. Mm-hmm. Um, he was... You could never play as him. You fought him in a couple games. Um, his character never really caught on because they basically just tried to make him a mirror image of another character, which, you know, didn't really give him any originality. But I think there could be cool storylines and to work into that because you already have it with there's a character named Cabal who used to be part of the Black Dragons. My headpiece? I didn't take it. And, um, you know, ends up going from being bad to being good. So there's kind of that back and forth. So it'd be cool to see, like, maybe a storyline where, like, Jarek tries to, like, overtake the the black dragon or 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 kind of does like a like a spins off to the side and makes his own group within the black dragon to for his own accord mm-hmm. uh number four is this character named grum uh he's a shokan um shokans are the uh multi-armed characters so like goro most popular um but then there's like shiva uh the collector uh all those types of guys. So Grum is cool because he's got six arms instead of four. Um, he is a, uh, he's like a sub boss in um, one of the comic books. I just think it'd be cool. It's, you know, the, the, the Katala character or the uh, Shokan characters are always fun. There's, you know, they're big powerhouse characters, six arms, you know, it makes them a little bit more unique from the other Shokan characters. Um, just something, you know, that could be interesting. Uh, number three is uh, a trio of characters, which is uh, Jataka, Kia, and Serena. Um, they're basically... Um, assassins that serve underneath uh, a character named Quan Chi, who's like a sorcerer of um, the Nether Realm, um, and so you know, basically, like I just think it'd be cool to kind of like 
see them incorporated into like a more in-depth storyline and make them all playable. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, you know, yeah, I mean, that. Uh, number two is Rutu. So Rutu is a character that was never really um, of involved much. He was in a mission in one of the Mortal Kombat games, and that's basically it. He's like an all-black character that is... There's a character in the video game series called Nightwolf. He's depicted as a Native American who is able to kind of get in touch with, like, the ancient spirits. Mm -hmm. Um, So Rutu is basically, like, a demonic spirit that is intertwined within Nightwolf's, Nightwolf's, like, spiritual power. Um, And so it's, like, a good character like you know he probably would never get his own main storyline but he would be a good like kind of crony for like a bad guy in a in a game and like you know because in the game you always kind of have like a good guy with their bad guy counterpart and they're both on the opposite sides like in you know the black dragons kano is constantly being hunted down by the u.s military which is sonya blade you have sub-zero and, and scorpion you have shang Tsung and Liu kang um you know the list kind of goes on from there, uh, Katana and Molina. So that would be kind of like a cool spin off type, like bad guy that could be fun to play. And then number one is Jared. Uh, so Jared's been in a lot of games um, mentioned. He's in the most recent Mortal Kombat one game as like an actual character in the storyline, but you're not, you can't play as him. He is, uh, there's a character in the game called Sindel. She's the lady with the long gray hair. That's her husband. They used to rule Adenia um, before Shao Kahn, like, overthrew it and killed him. Um, And there's just been, like, a lot of, like, kind of stuff known about him. Um, And it would be kind of like a a cool thing to, like, bring him in to, like, like more of a major story plot in the Outworld thing. Like, because there's good guys and bad guys in Outworld, but, like, there's not really, like, a major good guy. Um, Mm -hmm. And it would kind of be cool to have that. So there you go. Boom. Nice. It's interesting for a game like as involved in how many like um, versions that has been released that there are so many just like, hey, these are these are characters just made for for story that you, they're and sometimes never even like addressed again. Come next game development. Yeah, I mean, there's been so many Mortal Kombat games and spin-off games now that usually the way it works is, like, a final boss in the game is usually not playable, but they become playable in later games. Mm-hmm. The most recent one being a character named Kronika, who's the Keeper of Time. Um, but it's just, like, it, it's just, like, that's kind of the cool thing about, like, Mortal Kombat is just that, like, you know, it's, it, it's kind of like, you know... <sighs> I mean, the way I kind of, like, anybody whenever I kind of, like, describe them, like, how the storytelling is told, it, it's it's kind of like, like, Greek mythology, but, like, in, like, a more, like, futuristic way. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, and I don't mean futuristic as a mythology, but it's just, like, you know, like, other realms and, like, you know, like, kind of like it's, like, a sci-fi Greek mythology almost. Um... I don't know. I just I've always liked it. Yeah, that was a good list. I mean, I tried kind of like when we were we were talking. I just I hope I didn't like end up 
creating a like something that that wasn't like a good like ranking like like a, a good scenario because you know what I mean like you were talking about like you know finishing moves and whatnot and like having to like describe and I try to think it's like out, out of the you know box a little bit but I don't know if I didn't set yeah, chip or failure no I mean it's hard because it's a game that you know there's a you know like a lot of people's always like it's either like one of two things it's like oh who's your favorite characters and it's like every you know everybody does that that you know talks about the game and then it's like what are your favorite fatalities and it's like well fatalities are like a visual thing like you know it's not really it defeats the purpose of the gruesomeness of the game if i try to like describe it yeah well i figured obviously i know you know how much you enjoy the game initially i was gonna go like like villain type characters like well eh, that's that's kind of lame and then i get like oh what about like you know female characters because it's it's actually like fairly even right i mean as far as like you know like all time, like well, there's more male characters, but it's not like it's not like totally deprived of of like no, female no, characters. No. There's, there's just plenty. There's, there's there's good representation of female characters. There's just like um, the female characters. I guess like there's more strong female characters from like the standpoint of like uh, repeating from game to game. You know, like you're mm-hmm. gonna get like there's like you know, like you're always gonna have the handful of like male characters, but like there's like a lot of the female characters that are like game to game are very strong characters. So it's like they're, you know, the, the backgrounds and the stories are, are there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but a good list. Right. So suck it. <laughs> Bitch. And nothing from the mass. I thought mass would have something to say. Mass isn't here. Yeah. I just left. Is he, oh, he's not even like in the Discord. No, he's there. I just don't know where he is. Was Mox still in the Discord? I Mox so. here. Mox here. So, uh, has anyone heard anything of Geno Smith coming back? Not yet. Be really cool if he didn't, so that Kenneth Walker can put up nineteen points. <laughs> he's out there. Fuck. <laughs> Mark, go for his ankles. Go for the ankles, Mark. If I had any control, this is not how this game would be going. I tell you, I think I think if Mock was a was ever able to get his hands on being a defensive play caller in the NFL, I, I think engage that, eight. I think it would take only one set of defensive plays to really realize we got another Sean Payton thing going on here. <laughs> Okay. It'd be a real situation of uh, we're bringing the heat, and I'm giving up a lot of passing yards. Yep. We're rushing eight every time. Get ready. Hey, did you guys know that Khalil Mack had more sacks in the first quarter than the Bears have this season? Hmm. Bears only have two sacks on the year. <laughs> Pass rush has uh, not really been existent, which was a big problem last year. So, which kind of goes back to my previous statement: they went out and signed a bunch of linebackers that are good at coverage and not getting to the quarterback. I tell you, it would have been really cool 
if they could get rid of that Geno Smith to DK Metcalf touchdown and just make it that <laughs> Kenneth Walker 70-something yarder. They'll fix that in <laughs> stat corrections, don't worry. Uh, they won't. <laughs> hey, Kyle, what do you think the chances are that Jeff would notice if I delete his Yahoo account? <laughs> I have his Yahoo account on my phone. You should just delete it. Just delete the Yahoo account. Make it look like I had a buy. <laughs> It's just frustrating because it's like the one week I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to play my, I'm not, or not, not one week, but I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely not going to play any of these Bears players. And it's like, oh, cool, Khalil Herbert puts up 25 points. <sighs> and I played Jalen Waddle instead of fucking Brandon Ayuk, and that bit me in the ass. But hey, Kyle, if I went with your gut and played Daniel Jones over uh, Justin Fields, I, I wouldn't even be in this game as, as of now. Who knows? Daniel Jones might turn it on. I played Daniel Jones in. One of my leagues. He could still turn around. Watson was out. A lot of football to go. I suggested Justin Fields. You did. Yeah, it just kind of happened. Kyle originally said Daniel Jones. I was still really on the fence about it. So it was 12.55. I called Kendall and I just said, make a decision for me. And he said, my gut says Justin Fields. I said, okay. Listen, I would never eat a New York Philly cheesesteak. So just just remember that. I wasn't even asked. <laughs> well, ask him in hindsight. I, I, I couldn't ask you. It would be biased. I would have presented a third option. <laughs> <laughs> like, Art, who's on the waiver wire? Have you considered any of these guys? What do we got? I tried asking Massey, but he didn't answer my phone call. He did say in the chat that he was stepping away. I don't know if that was before he returned or... I think that meant he was just leaving. (laughs) But he left his Discord running. (laughs) But I guess that doesn't mean anything. I think Discord always runs. Let's do our reviews, Kyle. How was your uh, yellow vitamin order? It was good. I got a pee now. Go right back in the bottle. Infinite vitamin order. Yeah, right? You should get yourself a pea bucket. It's pretty sweet. It's sterile. It's sterile, and you'll like the taste. I have a toilet. Yeah, I have a toilet, but I also have a pea bucket. Pretty cool how the, the Seahawks are up 14-3, to three and then they bring back Geno Smith, and he refuses to hand off the ball. <laughs> he just got, like, an unsportsmanlike penalty. I didn't see what happened, though. Keep giving that back to Kenneth Walker. Um, Mark, how is your Hoffbrow? Hoffbrow, love it, love it, love it, love it. I'm a big fan. It's my second favorite Oktoberfest. If we can track down a mini keg, I would still like to do GSWD Oktoberfest. So there are some in the market, but they're just like there were not a lot. Like your best bet is to go to like a place like Total or Bevmax, like a big box store. Your mom and pops are probably not going to have them. Well, they, I, I guess it's been a real pain in the ass for them to get. So, I mean, I really screwed the pooch because I did go to Total this weekend, and I didn't even think to look. I don't know what I was doing, but because I spent a lot yeah. of time in there. I'm a big fan of the. My favorite though is the Hacker Shore. I like the Hacker Shore Oktoberfest a lot. Did I just I, always get the I just always get the Hoffbrox. I do. I like the nostalgia of the many the mini keg. 
Did we ever have the, that beer you just mentioned when we did like years ago when we like each of us bring an Oktoberfest or no? Yeah, I would have brought Hacker, sure. Okay. I'm sure you've all had it. No. Kendall, how was your... Uh... So I had uh, the Tasty Traveler Lager from Dogfish. And I actually, I like this a lot. I kind of went into this... I bought one of those uh, like variety packs. And I grabbed this mm-hmm. thing and it was kind of kind of be like the worst of the four. But uh, it was really good. I, I, don't, I don't know what... Uh, salicornia is but it's what the beer says is um a lager brewed with salicornia and lime juice five percent abv uh it kind of reminds me of like when you ever have those like margarita in a can type deals this was good uh it is very refreshing uh it has like a like a, a tartness to it from the lime uh i really enjoy like the like the salt content this this was a kind of a sneaky surprise, and I don't know if this on the box. This is one of these is a rare beer, you know, to them. So I don't know if this is the, like one of those, and like you can find it on its own. But I I would search this out again, uh, and especially because it's I drink it. I'm sorry. It's a succulent. Suck. Oh, hmm. that would <laughs> that would explain all the cacti on the can. Um, but this was really good, and I drink a ton of IPAs on the show, so I, I don't always give the the lager, the Pilsner, a fair chance. So th- this was a big win. We'll call it 4.8 out of 5 would absolutely get again. Nice. Well, I had the Moosehead lager, and, uh, you know, it's just a standard lager. Uh, I don't know what it is. I, I, I really enjoy the, the Canadian beers, the Molsons and the, the Mooseheads and you know the others that I've had the the more crafty style ones. Something about the water, but um, I just like Moosehead. Just it just drinks crisp. It's nice, crisp and clean. I like it for for uh, average, you know, domestic style uh, qualities of beers. Five out of five would get again. Here, here. Yeah. Uh, social media. Where can they where can they find us? Find us on Facebook at Getting Sports with Drunk, Twitter, and Instagram at GSWD underscore four. Make sure you use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's, you know, hoping for hockey season to get here faster or, you know, spending a billion dollars on uh, players to play in the playoffs elsewhere. Yeah. Like, comment, subscribe on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Excellent, excellent. Um, I don't know what's on the docket for next week yet. Kyle, if you're on, we'll do. I'll, I'll let you do a one round, uh, a two round Beetleborg draft. Yeah. <laughs> he lives. And uh, yeah, that's all we got. So until next time, I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. We're waveable safe. Nope. I'm Flabber. And the Red Red Baron. Yeah.